So, Father, we pray that your kingdom would happen down here. God, I pray that you would have what's going on up there take place down here. Father, thank you that you love us, you care for us, you have plans to give us a future and a hope, and that all things are possible through you. And praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Well, it is good to see you, and our Builders for Christ team is back. We'll be hearing uh, a little bit of uh, feedback from them uh, in the next week or two, and be anxious to, uh, for you to hear all the, all the good that's happened uh, while they were in Wisconsin. And uh, let me just give you a couple heads up on a few things before we jump into our message for today. Uh, as you know, uh, we have some great news in that Royal Family Kids Camp is on. Uh, it is, yes, that is worth, uh, I just don't want to just hide your plane over that because it is an opportunity for us to bring the name of Jesus to these kids who desperately need to know that they are loved, cared for, that they are important, that God can redeem what has happened in their lives. And so uh, it is a great opportunity for us to invest and point uh, kids to Jesus. Uh, it'll be different in that it'll be a day camp style. Uh, they won't be staying over. And we'll have three different groups on one day and then another group the next day, another group on the next day. And, and so uh, we'll keep you in the loop on praying for that. But one thing that you can do is to help support by prayer for sure uh, that we will be able to have great weather and the kids will be receptive to hear about the name of Jesus, uh, that we have plenty of help. Uh, but also we are raising dollars. It will still cost us to pull off the camp. And so we're raising dollars. We have a golf tournament that is this Saturday. You can go to newcupchurch.org and just scroll down. You'll see the information and uh, it's not too late at all to sponsor, uh, either to put a team together or sponsor a team. And just know that whatever you do to contribute in that way, it will help us create an on-ramp for uh, more students to be able to hear the name of Jesus. So thanks for that. And uh, as uh, you guys who are present know, we have room for more people. And uh, so uh, we can always go to newcupchurch.org. Uh, and at the open their page, there's a place to reserve seating, and uh, it just makes it better when we're all together, uh, whether it's online or in-house, but uh, I've missed you guys. And uh, so thanks for uh, checking in, and then thanks for coming in and working with us. Uh, our passage that will lead our prayer time, and in particular, all the prayer requests that come to uh, are online. You guys in-house can also go to online, uh, newcupchurch.org, and uh, you can put your prayer requests there, or we'll put up the number in here in a few minutes. Uh, but our passage is this, uh, Psalm 77, 11 through 15. Psalm 77, 11 through 15. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. The psalmist was going through a difficult time at this time. And so when there's uncertainty, and could, there, could life not be more uncertain than it is right now, what we do is we don't forget what we know about God in light of what is un, unknowable at this point. So we come back and says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works. I will meditate on all your mighty deeds. Meditating on what is 
doable, what God can do, and miracles, and that God can do whatever he wants to do. Your ways, our God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? None. You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples with your mighty arm. You redeem your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. And so as you put in prayer requests today, know that one, we're going to pray that God would meet whatever need that you may have. But even more than that, which that is important, we're going to pray that you focus upon God and that you put the unknown in the knowable hands of God, that he's big enough, he's capable of doing miracles. And when you think about miracles, it's when you've come to the end of your rope and don't know what to do, you remember that God is capable, that nothing is impossible with God. So let's pray together. Father, may we remember how you have pursued us, how you love us, how you have come after us, and how you have redeemed what has been allowed to happen in our lives. Father, may every person online, may every person in, uh, in our building, may all of us remember that you are a God uh, of, of miracles and that you start when we get to impossible that that's when you pick up and that's when you work and that nothing is impossible for you. God, may our hopes and thoughts and prayers be directed to you and to no one else. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it shouldn't be a, uh, a surprise to you, uh, but New Cub is committed to making sure that we stay locked and loaded on our mission, the vision of creating environments where we experience genuine faith, that we will always come back to say our hope is in Christ and in Christ alone and that we begin to grow in that, that we have authentic relationships, that we don't do life apart and we recognize that God has put us in relationship and we're to put up with one another uh, off and on as that uh, difficulties may cause uh, some difficult seasons, but authentic relationships and then meaningful impact that we don't keep it to ourselves. But that being said, for followers of Jesus, it is important while, becoming, it's, while it's becoming more difficult to rise above the ever-rising political partisanship in our current life. Let me say it again. While it is becoming more and more difficult to rise above the ever-rising political partisanship in our current culture, we are defining everything by what does our faith have to say about what we're facing? That the gospel of Jesus Christ will cause us to move forward. So that, I say all that to say it is a tense, our, our world has never been more tense, and the United States has not been, I would say, from my viewpoint in the few years I've been alive, uh, things have not been more difficult and more tension uh, raised than right now. But I think uh, as a church, we always come back and say, what does the gospel have to say? How do we focus? How do we navigate, not according to partisanship, but how do we navigate in, in this way? And so I, I want us to know that our faith is going to drive what we do. Or to put it in a better way, uh, uh, Priscilla Shire put it this way, Jesus didn't come to take sides, he came to take over. And so that is what we think, is how can we let Jesus take over? So let's enter into some tension and live with it for uh, at least for three weeks and then see how it plays out. I want to talk about 
the gospel and racism. Let me give a working definition and then we'll uh, jump ahead in, into what the Bible has to say. Racism is believing in racial superiority. It's believing that race determines intellectual, cultural, and moral capacities. Racism is to claim that you have more of the image of God than another, that you matter more to God than another, and that you are distinct from the human race in a way that is superior to others. Leaders of every color need to stand together as we address the social and racial tensions. So what I have done is I reached out to uh, one of my good friends, Jesse Miles. Pastor Jesse Miles is pastor at No Greater Love Christian Fellowship. Uh, He and I have been friends for uh, at least 10 years, and uh, Jesse and I have talked back and forth, and he is a pastor of color, and I am grateful for his friendship. And so uh, we have such a good friendship in that I am able to call him and just say, all right, help me process. Let me figure out what's going on, and what are you thinking about this? What do you think about that? Uh, Jesse has told me, he said, Tim, you can ask whatever you want because I love you and I care about you, and we are brothers in Christ first. And so if you say something stupid, I will tell you, and I will continue to love you. And, and I said, only if I could say the same to you, because I've got a lot of questions. And so as I said, I'm doing uh, a series on, on uh, the gospel and racism, and talk about race, racism, and then redemption. And I need help. I, I want to seek to understand uh, what it's like in, in your situation and how we can all come together and uh, we got through talking and for uh, quite some time. And then Jesse called me back and said, hey, I've got an idea. What if we collaborated together over the next three weeks and then just see where this goes? What if, what if your message is my message and my message is your message, all driven by one common denominator? And I said, Jesse, that sounds like a great idea. So right now at No Greater Love Christian Fellowship Church on their Facebook Live, they are hearing this exact same message, probably better than I'm delivering it, but they are hearing the same thing that Jesse and I have come together and to say, how can we move forward together and point people to Jesus Christ? Before I give us that foundation, let me give a lens by which I'm hoping all of us will embrace, not just for the next three weeks, but as we deal with all difficulties, but let me, let me run, run this by you. Ephesians 4, verses 2 to 6. Ephesians 4, 2 to 6 says, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, through all, and in all. And so as we navigate difficult relationships, as we navigate difficult times and the tensions, as we know uh, the political partisanship is just going to get 
uh, more extreme as we move closer to November. How do we as followers of Christ, how do we handle ourselves? Well, we have to start with a common ground. And so I asked Jesse, I said, so uh, why are you willing to do this uh, with me, Jesse? And he said, we can do this together because what we do is we come back to one common denominator. We'll always have, what do we agree upon? And I said, and what would you say that is? And he said, it's the gospel. And so he said, we have common, common uh, conversation, we have common ground, and we're going to talk about uh, our, our, our common denominator, which is the gospel. I'll explain that in a minute, but let me give you just a statement that Jesse is saying this morning, and then if you choose to go to No Greater Love uh, Community Church here in Lincoln, you can listen to it and hear it uh, live as well, uh, as, it, well as, as they will record it. So he says this, the gospel teaches that as believers, we're never asked to stop being who we are. When reaching out across our differences, yet on the other hand, we are not allowed, we will not, we are not to allow who we are to get in the way of reaching out to others who are different from us. Jesus is not calling white people to become black people and black people to become white people, but both to be biblical to know that in Christ we are all new creation. And so I wanted to give Jesse credit for saying an amazing statement. And so what I want to do is talk about what we are doing. Jesse, Miles, and I are starting out with one thing in common, and the common thing that we'll come back to is what we agree upon. And we agree upon that everything rises and falls on the gospel. So let me give you a definition, our working definition of the gospel. Genesis 1, 27, so God created human beings in his own image. God's, the gospel starts with God created all of us in his image. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the gospel continues, what we will say we have common ground on, is that Romans three twenty three for all of us have sinned. Every single one of us has sinned. We've all fallen short of what God's plan is for us. But the good news, Romans six twenty three starts with bad news, the wage, the outcome of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The gospel does not stop there. Jesus said in John fourteen six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except by me. And so Jesse and I keep coming back to saying, what is our common denominator? One, that God has created all of us. God is the in fact, when you think about it, God is the start of all. Out of absolutely nothing, God created. And he created us to have a relationship with him. But we all have fallen short. We're all in need of a Savior. And that Savior is not someone else. It's Jesus Christ alone. The last part of our definition comes out of Galatians three twenty-eight to 29. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, so we're talking extremes. There are neither Jew or Gentile, slave or free. Think of the, of, of the difference there, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs. We're all family because of Jesus Christ, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. So let's pray and let's ask God to bless our next three weeks and let's also pray for no greater love as they contemplate the same thing as we are today. Father, thank you that you created us 
and you created us to have a relationship with you. Thank you that you want relationship with us. Thank you that you want relationship so badly that you would send your only son to die for us to make payment for the sin that we have. Father, thank you that in Christ alone, all of our sins can be get forgiven, past, present, and future. And thank you that we are all one in Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. We're all one in Christ Jesus. So, Father, I pray that you would give no greater love and new covenant and other churches that are gospel-centered. But specifically, I pray for no greater love. God, will you bless their church? Would you bless them? Would you bless Jesse as he leads his church to point people to Jesus? And Father, would you bless our relationship with Newton with no greater love? May something amazing happen out of this, that we would pray for one another, we would support one another, we would pursue one another, that we would partner together as we take the name of Jesus to our community and beyond. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom I pray that you would help us to seek first to understand before demanding that we are understood. Father, would you bless us. May an awakening happen because of our desire to point people to the gospel. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning, let me just give us a starting point, And then next week we'll address uh, further about racism and then redemption, but it's good that we have a starting place to begin with. And so let me just give a few uh, overall points about race that will be a drivers for us. First of all, the facts about this, the gospel facts, all are uniquely created by God. And I mean all. All people are created in this way, Genesis 1, God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. So think about the word image. When you look at the word image, the word image means a representation of something as with a mirror image. And this is true only of human beings, no other creation. Every person you pass by has been created in the image of God, and God loves them and cares about them. He has plans to give them a future and a hope. All, every single person you pass by and that I pass by have an ability to be, to be in relationship with Jesus Christ, and that's our job is to do whatever we can to come alongside and to point people to them. God intentionally created diversity. When we see male and female, we see the diversity of how God appreciates diversity, and we'll talk about that in just another moment. So we know we're all created by God. Second major point, all originated from the same parents. All originated from the same parents. Genesis 3.20 Then the man Adam named his wife Eve because she would be the mother of all who live. Acts 17, 26, from one man, he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise, when they should fall, he determined their boundaries. We all have the same parents. And actually, we even take it a step further and say, we all have the same father, God the Father. And so all of us have been created by God. 
all of us originate from the same parents. Number three, all are equally valuable to God. Galatians 3.28, there's no longer Jew or Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female, for you're all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you're the true children of Abraham. You're his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. The history of Galatians, uh, and I think this was a shocking statement that Paul made uh, because in Galatia at that time, Jews were considered Greeks to be unclean and inferior. They even refused to look upon Gentiles in public. They would just turn and look the other way. Slavery was endemic at that particular time, and so for them to make that kind of a statement, he's going, no, we rise above that. There's no male nor female. At that time, women were considered to be property and had no rights whatsoever. And so for Paul to make that statement, I'm sure his inbox was full the next day. Listen to this. You might jot this one down, Acts 10, 34. Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism. None whatsoever. In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and then follow him. God shows no favoritism. Fourth observation. All are equally invited to follow Jesus. So important for us to know this. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world. So much he gave his one and only son for the world. That Everyone, whoever, no limitations whatsoever, believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Acts 2.21, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. <clears throat> everyone. Second Peter 3.9, the Lord isn't slow about his promise as some think in his return. No, he's being patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to be destroyed. Everyone is being invited into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The Jew first and also the Gentile. Romans 10, 11, Anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And then a driver for the mission and vision of New Cove comes out of Matthew 28. Therefore, as you're going, make disciples of all the nations. How do you do that? You baptize them in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we fly by that word nations, but it's so important here. Nations is translated in the Greek as ethnos. We get the word ethnicity from this. Go and make disciples of all ethnics. That all people need to be pursued. All people need Jesus Christ. Two more. All are valuable in heaven. And this one is amazing. I want you to take note of the distinctives and the distinctiveness in heaven. Revelation 7, 9, and 10. After this... I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people 
and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb, they were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands, and they were shouting with great roar, salvation comes from our God who sits on the throne, and salvation comes from the Lamb. A vast crowd from every ethnicity, every tribe, every people, every language, the distinctiveness and the, and the joy God finds in distinctiveness. Last of all, we're all to love all people unconditionally. James 2.9, but, but if you favor some people over others, you're committing a sin. Partiality or favor. How about this, Matthew 7.12, do to others whatever you would like for them to do to you. Matthew twenty two thirty nine. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The gospel drives. And when we look at these, that all are uniquely created by God, you will not pass by a person who hasn't been uniquely created by God. All originated from the same parents. All are equally valuable to God. All are equally invited to Jesus Christ. All are valuable, will be valuable in heaven. And we're to love people unconditionally. Just think about this. The gospel is going to be our driver. And so as we uh, navigate difficult times, those six points of the gospel will drive where we go. So let's pray together. Father, how I pray that we would understand that you love all of us. We are a part of the human race. That you created the human race with an ability to know you and to love you and to have a relationship with you. God, may you use new covenant, may you use no greater love to take the gospel message to wherever you have us. And Father, I pray that that would translate into the way I treat my neighbors, into the way that I treat those that I come in contact with as I have the privilege of traveling and representing New Cov and you outside the walls of New Cov and even across uh, the nations. God, may, may the, the gospel drive everything we do as a church. Father, I pray again for Jesse. Thank you for his willingness to come alongside and for him Uh, to enter into conversation. Father, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, One of the things that I so appreciate about uh, Jesse as we continue to talk together uh, is he said, I will stay at the table and I will lean in at the table. And we may not always agree on secondary things, but one thing we can agree upon is the power of the gospel and people need Jesus. And so... Uh, I want to say to no greater love and to Jesse, thank you for leaning in. And I'm doing the same thing, leaning in. I'm, I may not agree with all, but again, uh, since, since when have, has our church ever agreed on everything? <laughs> that hasn't happened. Uh, other than we agree upon the gospel. Do I need to clarify that? <laughs> I think we're all good if we love Jesus, right? 
So we have an amazing song I want to close with while our team comes up. Let me have you run, uh, take your phones and, turn, uh, and dial 402 or punch in 402-260-2400. Text the word respond. There's a place for you uh, to respond. Uh, there are discussion questions with, uh, with even this morning of saying, how does God want me to deal with this? What is God saying? What am I going to do about it? One of my friends uh, and I have been talking about this series, and he sent me uh, an amazing uh, insight. And he said, you know, we, we look at this, uh, the, the cultural tensions of, of right now, and we think we've got this huge liner, this great big ship that we're trying to turn this, this, this society ship, the cultural ship. How do we do that? Well, we can't turn the ship by ourselves, but we can influence the tugboats. And so as we say, what is God saying? And then what is he saying to you? How can you influence the tugboats around you? Some of us are in positions uh, to tug a little harder. Others of us have access to tugboats, using and leveraging where God has us to point people to Jesus. That's what we're committed to doing. So there are places for you to, uh, uh, to respond. Uh, there is a reading if you're not uh, caught up in a particular reading plan uh, Bible.com has one, and this one is an amazing one by Tony Evans, pastor in uh, Dallas, uh, and he talks about Tony Evans explores racial reconciliation. Uh, he's a strong teacher and uh, has some uh, amazing things to say, so that if you're looking for uh, some great uh, challenging readings, that one is available as well. So uh, your giving matters. Once again, uh, as we talk about a river or a reservoir, New Cove has never been a reservoir. We've been a river that just gives us, or another way to put it, we're a conduit. So thank you for your faithful giving. It matters. We're staying on track. And so I want to thank you for your, uh, your faithfulness in giving, even though we're not all uh, present yet. So let me pray and then uh, be inspired by our closing song. Father, thank you that you chose to pursue us. May we choose to pursue you. And may we influence those around us in a way that they see Jesus. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.